0: time to get fit and fabulous with Rujita the Get all your healthy tips and tricks right now. Hi, how are you all? And one month of 2020 is already over, four guidelines are already over, are you following all of them? Avlika dose her rose, suit to your meals, sitting cross-legged while eating your meals, and eating the hyper-local fruit every single month. So I hope you're doing all of that. So today you know we took a short survey on what do you think today's guideline is all about and about 65 percent of you got it right you know we asked you is it going to be about exercise or is it going to be about sleep and 65 percent of you got it right and you said it is going to be about sleep matlab you guys know me so well that mujhe merah dhanda karte but here goes what is the guideline for today but before that what was the guideline for 2018 fitness project and have you read this book the 12 week fitness project here's the guideline for week 5 move more and sit less that made it to the week 5 guideline but just as much and you can read it you know for every 30 minutes of sitting stand for at least three minutes so you can read out all the details but just as important Um, activity and exercises to our health, well-being, weight loss, fat loss and all of that equally important is sleep and recovery which is why no matter how much we have evolved human evolution has not let go of sleep we still need to sleep but what kind of sleep am I talking about today any guesses well the guideline for week five is take a short afternoon nap every day how does that make you feel so right after your lunch take a nap well across cultures we have known the importance of rest and recovery if the bhagavad gita says that without moderation in sleep and in food you cannot achieve yoga then the islamic culture says that only devils don't sleep you know there's actually a tradition or a sunnah of afternoon nap However, in modern culture, the afternoon nap has been not just underrated and undervalued for its effect on health and well-being, but it is actually misunderstood as something which leads to lethargy, leads to obesity, and even leads to insomnia in the night. Well, nothing could be further away from the truth. There are many, many important reasons why you should be uh, napping every afternoon. And I'm going to list out a few important reasons why you should nap every afternoon number one for improved heart health so for all those of you who have issues of blood pressure or who have already had procedures on their heart like the angioplasty and uh, bypass and stuff you must nap. It is, it really helps with your heart health for all those of you who have digestion issues constipation IBS bloating, gases, acidity and stuff, an afternoon nap is important. It leads to improved hormonal health, so diabetes, PCOD, thyroid, all of you should also be napping in the afternoon. Improved recovery, you know, so if you are an athlete or a sports person or someone who's consistent with exercise or simply recovering from an illness, you must uh, sleep in the afternoon improve sleep and this time i'm talking about the sleep in the night if you have been uh, fighting with insomnia if you are unable to sleep if you are just having broken sleep where you wake up in the middle of the night or you are simply a person who's going to too many shadis and late night functions or you are one of those globe trotters who's forever jet lagged and and stuff you surely should be uh, sleeping and um, lastly I think also for improved skin, for better health, for improved immunity for all of these things you should nap but the key is how should you nap you know, it's not just about lying down all the time. Oh, also for those of it also helps in fat loss. All right? It is especially important for people who, uh, who just go to sleep all the time when they are sitting around. You must have seen a few people in your family or the elderly who just sit and they sleep, especially when the TV is on and stuff. So for all those of you, an afternoon nap is extremely critical. Now I'm going to show you or tell you how to do this. So step one, when should you nap? You nap right after lunch, all right, in the next 5 or 10 minutes of lunch. Number two, how should you nap? Well, you should be napping in the fetal position. In fact, uh, Ronaldo, who's one of the greatest athletes of our times, he also endorses the nap and he attributes his great physical performance to the nap and he often naps in the fetal position. Um, in our culture, we are supposed to nap in the fetal position and on the left side of the body. In yoga, it even has a name. It's called Vamakukshi. Vama is left side. You know, you lie down like that in, um, in the fetal position. The duration of the nap has to be between 10 to 30 minutes, not more, not lesser. And the ideal time to nap is between 1 to 3 p.m. So these are some of the do's of how to nap. You know, we still have a lot of towns in our country which continue to nap. We don't have to go to Spain and Greece to understand the benefits of siesta. Pune used to nap, Surat naps. Baroda naps, uh, so many of our cities which are actually hubs in terms of uh, you know industrial hubs, they continue to nap. So it's not that if you're going to nap, you're going to slow down with money or memory or health or well-being. In fact, you're going to see much better growth with all of that. Um, if you are a working person and you're unable to nap in the fetal position, just lie down on your desk. All of Asia does it you should be doing it too in India you know because on the one hand Uh, HR wants all of us to be very productive. On the other hand, it won't let us nap. It will give us those uh, watches or whatever, which will tell us how many steps we have taken, but just as important as activity is the ability to wind down okay, and uh, nap. So tell your HR you want improved sales, you want improved productivity, you want better teamwork. Let us all nap between 10 to 20 minutes every single day. Now, uh, logistically, if you are at home in the fetal position on the bed on the left hand side and do not use the bed for anything else so no eating reading and stuff on the bed if you don't have access to a bed you can just be on an easy chair and you can doze off on the chair if you're at work or in school just on the bench if you don't have any of that okay on the desk and if you don't have any of that and just can't nap at all then just maybe walk to the window and look outside for about 10 minutes you know be with yourself allow your mind to unwind so that your health and well-being is reaching its optimum so these are uh, the basics however I must also tell you what is it that you must not do so what you must not do is number one nap between 4 and 7 p.m. in the evening Okay, that's not the time to sleep because then it will interfere with the night's sleep. Uh, Number two, you should not sleep for longer than 30 minutes. So a 90 minute nap is only okay for the really young kids or the really old people or someone who's really sick and recovering from an illness. But for the rest of us does just a 10 or a 15 minute nap up to 30 minutes will make you feel refreshed and rejuvenated for the rest of your day. The third thing that you should not do is sleep to the TV. You know don't switch on the TV and then say I on And the fourth thing that you should not do is um, is not take the afternoon nap. You know, so just these few basic do's and don'ts and I think you will be justified. So the guideline for this week is take that afternoon nap every day post-lunch and let's make the afternoon nap great again all right before i go make sure that you're writing your uh, forms you're filling them out and sending it to us this is going to be the end of one month form so we are also tracking your other parameters especially for people with diabetes bp thyroid and the like so make sure that you're filling those in filling your levels in and i have a good news for you for all those of you who have been consistent with filling your forms We will be choosing you for our uh, free consultation day. Okay, so we are tracking down all those of you who are consistent and we are shortlisting you. Um, Yeah, what else? That's all from me. So if you have any questions, please ask. Okay, so uh, the first question is that uh, uh, is it okay to sleep immediately after lunch? Yes, yes, yes. It is okay to uh, sleep immediately after lunch plate you know, rinse your mouth and then you are free to sleep. Okay, second question is, I am not able to sleep uh, immediately, it takes me time to fall asleep, so what should I do? In the night or uh, in, the in the afternoon? Well, uh, you know, take your time and sleep, just make sure that you are not sleeping later, you know, between 1 and 3 max. Okay. Uh, we heard that sleeping after lunch uh, makes you fat. Well, no, it actually helps you lose weight because of accelerated recovery, because of better hormones, because of improved heart health, because of improved digestion, you know, it will even set your hormones like leptin, ghrelin. you know, when you're hungry, when is it that you're satiated, it prevents overeating. Uh, So, um, an afternoon nap is especially, especially critical. Oh, one point I forgot to say, what is it that you should surely not do as far as the afternoon naps go. So, post-lunch, if you are unable to nap, what you should surely not do is not have chai, not have coffee, not have chocolate and surely not have the cigarette. So, a stimulant post-lunch is terrible. That's the stuff that gives you, uh, that creates issues with the heart, with the hormones uh with your sleep with your stress and with your weight okay all right thank you very much for watching i'll see you next tuesday at 4 pm till that time make afternoon naps great again